welcome back to my podcast. Christmas week, baby. Are we feeling stressed? Are we feeling anxious? Are we excited? Are we jovial? Are we jamming out to Christmas music? Or are we just hibernating inside watching movies? I'm kind of doing a little bit of it all. Hasn't quite felt like Christmas here in California yet. It's kind of like the weather's not even that, like it's chilly out, but it doesn't feel gloomy or like wintry or anything. I haven't seen a lot of like, you know, holiday spirit and cheer out in the streets at the local markets and such. Um, But maybe it's also because I haven't really done that much like Christmas shopping, which is where I feel like, you know, all that Christmas energy comes out to play. You go to your local Nordstrom, they got all the, you know, cute little holiday stuff. I haven't really, I haven't been out that much. I haven't seen too many decorations. I thought I was going to get a tree this year because this is my first time living alone on my own. But now it's like there's five days until Christmas. I can't be bothered to, you know, get a tree, buy lights, buy ornaments, just to have it up for, you know, a week Unless I'm one of those people who keeps the tree to like mid-January, then it might be worth the investment. But at this rate, just doesn't feel that useful. Should have done it a while ago and now. Uh, now it's too late. Um, so F Christmas, F the holidays. It, it feels weird right now too because everyone's getting the old Covey. It's Covey time, round 100. Uh, some call it the flu, some call it the coronavirus, uh, my boyfriend has it, he, uh, he is ill, um, yeah, and it's funny because it spread so quickly. I did a show on Monday at, uh, Dynasty Typewriter And, you know, maybe two, three days later, I got a text from one of my friends who was on the show and he was like, hey, pretty much everyone who was on the show, like in the green room, tested positive for COVID. And I kind of started getting like a sore throat. Maybe it was day one or day two when he texted me of having a sore throat. So I was like, hmm, this, this, you know, it's adding up. And uh, my boyfriend started feeling sick. So we got tested maybe the next day after we found out that everyone got sick or maybe even day of. And his test came back negative. Mine came back negative. And then we got some at-home tests to take. And the day after, he tested positive. I tested negative. I tested myself yesterday. I'm still negative. Um, So I don't know what the deal with that is. I feel like I just have some underlying, you know, diseases and sickness in my blood. So maybe it's just not hitting me that hard. Maybe I had COVID recently and wasn't aware. And so now I have the antibodies. I'm not sure what the deal is. But everyone who was on the show had the booster shot already. And so their symptoms were like very mild. They just have like, you know, light cough, maybe like mild cold symptoms. Me and my boyfriend hadn't gotten the booster yet. We're going to get it on Monday, which is when we're recording this. But now he's sick and 
I feel like his is a lot more than just mild symptoms. He's not like dying, you know, no need for hospitalization, but he's felt like shit the past few days. So it does make a difference, I think. You know, obviously everyone's a little bit different. People love to... It's interesting. I posted this poll on Instagram and I'm going to go over... So on my Instagram stories on Sunday, I posted all these like random polls of like yes or no type of questions and uh, I'm going to read those to you guys and I'm going to let you know how I voted because obviously uh, my answers don't show up. So I figured I would read them to you and let you know my opinions on them and also how I voted and that will segue into me talking about a little more about COVID and just my opinions about it because I know everyone has you know, feelings around it. And I just think it's interesting because I get a lot of D whenever I post something that's like, you know, COVID or sickness related, a lot of people like DM me their opinions and feelings about it. And I love hearing what people think, but sometimes it just makes you realize like, sometimes we just hear something from someone and then we just decide that that is the truth and we share it, not realizing that maybe we could have done a little more Googling and research Um, because like, even when we were talking to my parents about it, uh, you know, my mom, of course, is like, I don't care if you have COVID, you're coming to Christmas. There's this weird thing with like boomers where they're like terrified of getting sick and they're like the first to get vaccinated, at least in my experience, obviously, if you're in like Florida or something, I don't think the boomers there are giving too much of a fuck. But I feel like a lot of the boomers I know, a lot of my close circle of boomers, Everyone's fired up about getting vaccinated Um, because they probably remember like polio and shit or whatever, or like the scarlet fever. So they're like, they're important. But all of a sudden, as as soon as it comes to their family, they're like, you can kill me. I need to see your face. Um, So I'll talk a little bit about that. But I mean, I guess I'm kind of already talking about it. The thing that I was saying is like, you know, we were telling our families, me and my boyfriend, we were telling our parents like, yeah, we're sick. We were going to get the booster on Monday, but, you know, now we're already sick with whatever. And they're like, oh, well, if you got the booster, you wouldn't get sick. Like you could have avoided this if you got the booster. And you just realize how everyone's information about this is so different. And, you know, for fair reason, it's because we don't trust the officials who are telling us things. But at the same time, when we don't, you know, follow a certain guideline or a certain idea, then no one's going to be on the same page. There's going to be mixed, you know, opinions and things that we think are truths, which aren't. And it just kind of gets, you know, a little confusing, But yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I mean, this is something, I don't even know if this is true, but I'm pretty sure if you get the booster shot, you know, the vaccine part two, uh, it doesn't mean you're immune from getting sick. It means if you get sick, it's going to be less severe. It's going to be a lot more chill if you have the boost. And I understand if you don't want to get it, of course, it's scary. Sure. It's scary. Yeah, I understand. No worries. I'm not someone who, like, sure, do I think people should get it if they want to? Yeah, of course. Make your life a little bit easier. Take, you know, I'll take the risk. I don't care. I'm I'm jeweling constantly. That could cause a blood clot. You know, whatever. There's so many things I do in my life that I kind of just am taking a gamble on. And if one of those things is that 
I get a little less sick, then sure, I'll take the gamble on that. And But also on the same end of that spectrum, yeah, if you don't want to, I get it. It's not my decision. I personally think you should, you know, just to keep yourself safe if that is something that would benefit you. But also, it's just, it's that weird thing where everyone's so one way or the other. And I know there's a lot more people out there like me who feel pretty mild about most things. I feel pretty in the middle. That was one of the poll questions I wanted to ask, but I couldn't figure out how. Because I feel like everyone's so wrapped up with, like, you know, political parties and how they align. And it's like, yeah, but how do you feel outside of what this party thinks you should feel? Like, do you care that much or do we just need to get our feelings out there and share what we think is right to other people who disagree? What what solution does that come to? That's why, you know, I, uh, I f- yeah, I don't know. I'm not a, a educated person, so why should I feel like I need to tell people what is right? I don't know what's right. I'm just doing what I think is best for me. And I think that's how, you know, we all should be a little bit. Do what you think is best for you and shut your little yapper. Shut your little yapper. I just don't like, like, I guess you could say, like, uh, yeah, it's weird. Because if I posted, like, oh, just got my booster today, of course there's going to be people who message me being like, why would you do that? It's a lie. COVID is fake. Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, why do you need, if you believe that, good for you. Get get a t-shirt made, you know, go about your day. But why, I already, you know, I already got the shot. So why, you know, can't suck it out, spit it out of me. So, you know, that's, does that make sense? I wish I just, I've talked about this before. I wish I had a backbone and was like, everyone should get fucking boosted. If you're not boosted, you're a little bitch. But I just, you know, that's a lot of energy for something I don't really care too much about. But, you know, it does make for entertaining uh, listening. Makes for, you know, fiery feelings of passion. But that doesn't really accomplish much. Anyways, here are some of the poll questions. I think I might do polls on Sundays on my Instagram because I know people aren't huge fans of them. I know a lot of people, they see polls and they're like, shut the fuck up. I get it. You know, I see people's polls on Instagram. I'm like, who cares? But I also, when I see a poll, I'm like, I have to vote. Something in me just draws my thumb towards the yes or no. And I got to do it. So I think if I just limit it to Sundays... You know, the people who don't want to do the polls, they can go, you know, it's one day out of the week. I'll let it slide. Um, But it is fun to do. It's interesting to see how people vote. But obviously, it's not the most accurate of votes because, you know, my followers aren't uh, the most vast and diverse group of people. I would love for it to be a little more, you know, well-rounded. But I think, you know, there's, there's certain biases you know, of however you might have found me on the web. Um, so it's not, you know, the most well-balanced ratio. A lot of dudes in these polls, I imagine, because of my demographics, my analytics on the on the gram. So, you know, got to take all that into consideration. But let's see uh, where we're at. The first thing, oh, I got to go to my archive. 
so the first thing I asked, which started kind of the poll, the polling content was, uh, I asked who has COVID me or not me, because, you know, obviously a lot of people I knew from the show on Monday got sick. My boyfriend and I were feeling symptoms. He obviously then tested positive, but I said, who has COVID right now? 8% of people said me. 92% of people said, not me. And when we break that down, 618 people voted me. 7,567 people voted, not me. However, with this question, I got a lot of people responding saying they voted wrong. They accidentally hit one button. They voted not me. But then later that day or the next day, they ended up testing positive. So this isn't the most accurate, but you know, generally I would say obviously less people have it than people who have it. Less people, yeah, yeah. Less people have COVID, whatever. But also then you have to think how many people might be feeling a little under the weather or don't have symptoms of COVID so they haven't tested and might actually have it. You know, you don't know all these things, but generally uh, a good chunk of people, I mean, most everyone I know right now has COVID or recently had COVID. So just be careful if you're going over to Mon Paws, me Mom Peepaws for the holidays. If you don't like them, good time to really mouth kiss finally. Mouth kiss that creepy uncle who's always going in for it. And, you know, take care of business. Send them out the hard way. It's revenge. But if you love them, you know, just... My mom's like, you have to come over no matter what. And I'm like, I don't... I'm just going to hang out in the backyard then. I don't want to get anyone sick. But if she insists, you know, Merry Christmas. So then the polls continued. And uh, based on the COVID question, someone DM'd me. They said, fuck fake news, COVID. Pay attention to your friend Joe Rogan's podcasts. First of all... If you're still, I'm curious, if you're still on this fake COVID, you know, kick, if you still, like, does fake COVID, do they think, um, are the people who are still under the fake COVID thing, are they under the impression that we all just are having a flu, but now we're talking about it? Because I'm curious what the fake COVID thing is now. Because I feel like at this point, it's pretty hard to be fake COVID. It feels pretty real, you know? So that was interesting. Also... I'm friends with plenty of people of varying, you know, statuses and educations and thoughts and yada yada. And it's like, don't tell me to listen to someone's podcast to get info. Also, I don't think, I don't know, but I don't think Joe Rogan thinks that COVID is fake. I haven't listened to the pods, but... I don't think he's out here saying it's fake. I think he just has his own opinions on how to deal with it and, you know, whatever. So I, I don't know. It's always weird when people like, I feel like, uh, I feel like pay attention to your friend Joe Rogan's podcast is the new, like, go back to where you're from, which is Long Beach, California. But you know what I mean? That's a little bit how it feels. I'm like, I'm from here. I'm just saying what I think. Just, you know, if I was from Guatemala or something, you tell me to go back. Like, what does that do for you if, you know, there's going to be other Guatemalans here 
even if I go back. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Okay. So here's the next poll question. Do you brush your teeth twice a day? The answers were yes or no, which is a little bit tricky because obviously not everyone is as, you know, regimented. Me personally, I try and do twice a day always. However, in the nighttime, I get a little sleepy beepy and I don't feel like doing it. People are really grossed out. They're like, who's saying no? A lot of people probably. And also as someone who brushes my teeth typically once a day because I'm too tired at night. I shouldn't say tired, mostly just lazy at night. I need to just start brushing my teeth earlier, like at 5 p.m. Even if I eat something, at least I brush twice. But I don't need to do it right before bed. You know, I can do it while I still have some steam in the engine, some gas in the tank. But yeah, I mean, I don't think it's that disgusting if you don't brush twice. But that's, I do a lot of disgusting shit, so I'm not really grossed out by that. But yeah, I think a lot of people just by nighttime, they're like, I'm ready to peace out. I have good teeth. I've been flossing more regularly because uh, I don't have health insurance anymore. And my gums are, I think, receding or there's some sort of gum disease that might be approaching. So I'm trying to avoid that. I don't want to have to spend money on some, you know, floss related incidents. So, do you brush your teeth twice a day? Almost 6,000 people said yes, and all about 3,500 people said no. Are you spending the holidays with your family or alone? This is a pretty boring question. You know, I didn't, you know, I tried to ease into it a little bit. So, are you spending the holidays with your family or alone? 77% said family, 23% said alone. I was like about 7,000 votes for family and about 2,000 votes for alone. My next question, pretty big change up, a pretty big 180 from the last question about, you know, the holidays with family or alone. This question is, do you believe in God or something similar? 42% said yes. 58% said no. And my sister's friend messaged me. She's like, I can't believe that many people don't believe in God. I'm like, what year are you living in? 19, you know, 30? That's a good year to reference the Lord. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like no one believes, everyone's so freaking, everyone, Kanye West is everyone's God. We all worship Kim Kardashian. We all worship TikTokers and reality stars. We're going to hell, all of us. We need to get God back into our lives. This is why COVID started. This is why... The gays. Yeah, I said it. We need God. But yeah, I, I think I think that makes sense. Most people, there's nothing God... We're too advanced at this point to put a faith in something else. Our minds have been blown. In my 26 years of life, there's things that exist that I didn't know possible once. I could watch porn at any time of day. God wouldn't let that happen. You know, why need, why, you know, why read the Bible when you could watch any category of porn available? Like everything our society has created up until this point has pushed us further and further away from the Lord. 
Yeah, why would we believe in that when we have robots who can fuck us? There's no uh, there's no Bible chapters about that. I didn't see that coming in, uh, you know, 800 AD. So, anyway, yeah, I'm not surprised by that. But I think I think more people are going to the way of maybe you know fun new spirituality, kind of choose your own choose your own disciple type thing, where we all just get to you know worship bananas and you know the cosmic power of the universe. So I think that's nice. I think when I got sober, that was one of the more helpful things that I learned was that I was kind of living my life in the way that I was in charge of everything and, you know, needed to control everything and, you know, kind of play the role of God in my own life. Like, I'm going to do this so this happens. And if I do this, I'll say this so that person reacts this way and I can do that thing. And so when I got sober, I realized like, oh, I'm trying to like be the puppeteer, you know, I'm trying to play like the God character. And so I don't know if I necessarily like believe in a higher power, but I think the important thing for me was that I can't live my life as though I am, you know, the almighty because mama ain't, she ain't. Does that make sense? Is this becoming a weird, I feel like this is becoming a weird episode where I'm just giving a lot of weird thoughts of feeling powerful. But yeah, so I mean, if I were to answer this yes or no, I would probably answer yes, even though I don't have some sort of, you know, strong connection with something outside of myself. I just don't think I don't, I don't not believe in anything. I think life is too cool and weird and fucked up and crazy and cool to just not be anything. You know, there's got to be something bigger than I. And that's you guys, my fans at home listening to this. Couldn't do it without you. You guys all are what keeps me going, so fuck yeah. My next question was, is Judge Judy Bay? And the reason I asked that is because I was watching Norm MacDonald has a show on Netflix, which I highly, highly recommend. It's taken me too long to really, like, actually watch this show. I watched it a little bit on YouTube and now I'm finally watching it. It's so good. I think Norm might have been sick while filming this. It seems that way because he kind of brings up the idea of the afterlife a lot in it. And he didn't obviously tell anyone that he was sick and dying. And I think that this show was almost a way for him to kind of, you know, come to peace with that and leave something behind and kind of like a last hurrah. It's also very sad watching it now, knowing. and But the episodes are great. His guests are great. But Judge Judy, she's interesting because I feel like she is a, she is a, uh, she's a hard ass. She comes from like a very, I feel like, conservative time. You know, she's the type of woman to be like, there's two genders. Like, I don't understand all this make-believe in between. I don't know why I gave her like a stern countryman type of voice which is pretty uh, offensive of me i'll call myself out that wasn't woke of me and i'm sorry to any southern you know midwest boys out there but you know she's that kind of broad 
So, but I do think she's bae. I do. Sorry about it. Do you think you're addicted to your phone? 77% of people say, oh, the thing about Judge Judy that was crazy is Judge Judy Bay, which does not mean before anyone else. It's just babe, but without the second B. We all created some weird meaning and acronym for it after the fact, but all it is is bay, babe, whatever. So it's Judge Judy Bay. This was crazy. 49% of people said yes. 51 said no. 51%. It was split. It was 4,407 votes for yes, 4,589 votes for no. That was a close one. Judge Judy really got it rocking and rolling in the poll DMs. Do you think you're addicted to your phone? 77% of people said yes. 23% of people said no, which comes to about roughly seven, a little over 7,000 for yes and a little around 2,000 for no. Um, I have given up on my social media detox. I've been binge watching Instagram and TikTok. So sorry to anyone who I let down, but I really thought I did a great job last week. And so this week was a reward to myself to fry my brain some more and I'm having a good time doing it. Generally, would you say you're mostly happy or unfulfilled? And someone brought up a great point in the DMs. They said, why can't you be both? And I agree. That is a tough question. I kind of just, you know, the question was more about, do you feel like, do you feel like you're in a place right now or in general that you feel happy, you can do things, you're like, you know, living out your dream. And the other one was kind of like maybe a little more mopey, not doing what you know you want to be doing and just kind of going through the phases. I would say for the most part, I'm pretty happy, but day to day I can feel, you know, a bit unfulfilled. Like I'm not living out, you know, they always say live life, you know, to the fullest every day like your last. That sounds like a lot of work, first of all. If tomorrow's going to be my last day, I don't want to be like, you know, checking off to-dos, you know, stressing, running errands around town because I'm going to go. I want to take it nice and slow, have a good send-off. But yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there's things I want to do before I die where I'm like, okay, I don't want to just be like, you know, sitting on the couch binge-watching TikTok for four hours. That's not going to make a great story on the deathbed. So yeah, but I think generally I'm a pretty happy gal. But I'm, you know, I'm a, I have my dark moments. Everyone's a little complicated. So that was a tough one to answer. But 48% of people said they're happy. 52% of people said unfulfilled. So this is kind of following the Judge Judy track. So I think if you don't like Judge Judy, if you're not a Judge Judy fan, you typically are unfulfilled. And if you love Judge Judy, then you're probably pretty happy. I think that's kind of the balance that we're getting with that one. Only a few more of these, okay, and then I'll talk about something else. Does your family open Christmas gifts at morning or at night? 79% said morning, 21% said night. And a lot of people are like, we open Christmas Eve. And I'm like, yeah, that's nighttime. You're doing that at night, the night before Christmas. So that still is p.m. I don't care which day it is. Is it morning or nighttime? Because there is a correct time to open gifts, and there's a wrong time to open gifts, and the wrong time is nighttime. It's a daytime activity. It's a morning time activity. If I'm getting out of bed at 8 a.m., it better be to open a damn gift. Yeah, a lot of people do like, like a lot of people have this tradition where they 
open one present on Christmas Eve and the rest Christmas Day. Because I think a lot of people's first present they get on Christmas Eve typically is like, you know, the matching pajamas that they all sleep in. Yeah, my boyfriend, you know, notorious Jew. He's not even, we're both half Jewish, but because his mom is Jewish, he thinks he's more Jewish than me. It's so ridiculous. And he like hates Christmas because he never grew up like, you know, doing anything. He has this whole sad story and it's like, okay, I don't feel bad for you, but like get in the fucking spirit. So, um, oh, my mom also gave me feedback on the podcast. She said, I need to stop being mean to my boyfriend. And it's like, okay, you fuck him then, mom. You fuck him then, Jen. Like I said on the last episode, we're just doing a white elephant gift exchange. So there's no like, you know, it's not like a slew of gifts this year. But yeah, that's, you know, that's kind of a cute thing. We used to do that a while ago. We'd go to my mom's side of the family's uh, house, all the, you know, cousins and aunts and uncles. Everyone would get together and we'd open some gifts there you know, nighttime Christmas Eve, and then the next day we would open, like, you know, immediate family's gifts. But, yeah, this year, I'm excited. I wanted to tell my gifts that I got on this episode, but my sisters might be listening. But I'll tell you next week. You'll all, you know, you'll you'll find out. And then we'll, we'll review everyone's white elephant gift, you know, presents that they brought and what people got and which ones are the worst and which ones are the best. I'll snitch on my entire family and their stupid gifts, whatever they got. We'll see. I better get a good one. We'll see. We'll see. I like my gift. I'll steal my gift back. Um, who killed John Benet Ramsey? Was it the parents or the brother? 52% said the parents, 48% said the brother. This is kind of a trick because I think I should have put the parents and the brother in one category since they might have all been, you know, in on it together. And then the second option for like, you know, the neighbor or the Santa guy or whatever miscellaneous strangers. Um, one of my friends, honestly, one of my friends asked me to put this question in there. I didn't really want to, but I asked her for suggestions because I thought she'd give me good ones. She gave me this, and I felt bad not using any of them. So sorry about the Jean Benet question. Really, not that good, and I acknowledge that. My next question, and I'm almost done. I promise. Are Instagram polls fun or obnoxious? Also, I keep forgetting to answer these questions. Okay. Do I brush my teeth twice a day? Mm, no. Am I spending holidays with my family or alone? I'm spending it with my family. Do I believe in God or something similar? Yeah. Is Judge Judy Bay? Yeah. Am I addicted to my phone? Yeah. Would I say I'm mostly happy or unfulfilled? Happy. But with like a sad face, like happy. Does your family open gifts the morning or night? We do morning. Who killed John Bonet? Parents or brother? I think the parents, maybe. Uh, are Instagram polls fun or obnoxious? 83% fun, 17% said obnoxious. I think the people who said it fun, I think a majority were just being nice. Um, someone DM'd me and was like, I hate when people do Instagram polls, but I love you, so I'm not going to unfollow you. And thanks to that one person. I appreciate you sticking around. Okay, this next question was one that me and my boyfriend kind of co-created. 
What are you more afraid of, dying or watching your family die? I think a lot of people thought that I meant watching your family die in kind of, you know, an evolution way, a natural way. I meant like watching them get murdered. But a lot of people said uh, they're more afraid to watch their family die regardless, which I think is a lie. I think everyone who answered, what are you more afraid of dying is way more. You don't think so? You're not afraid of dying. You'd rather watch your family die. You're you're more afraid of watching your family die. In my head. In your head. I'd rather even evolutionary. Even. Wow, you would rather die than watch your family die. See, to me, I'm like, I could be strong enough. And to be honest, I love pity. So if, you know, my whole family were to die and I watched, I think people would feel really bad for me. They'd show me a lot of love and I'd get through it and I could prolong my life a little bit longer without, you know. But yeah, 22% of people said uh, they're more afraid of dying than watching their family die. 78% of people said they're more afraid of watching their family die, which is so interesting. Maybe I'm just selfish. I don't want to die. Sorry. Sorry about it. Do you think people who own bunnies are pretentious and annoying or cool, cute, and fun? This was close. 54% said pretentious. 46% said cool, cute, fun. It was very close. I think it's a little bit of both, but honestly, I think it's kind of cute and fun. I love bunnies, but I do think the people who own them are a little bit off. You know, for the same reasons that I'm a little bit off for loving, you know, being pitied and, you know, having people feel sad for. You know, that odd part of me, I think, is the same odd part of someone for wanting bunnies. They want to stand out, you know, maybe their personality is a little subpar, so they get bunnies, so people think they're interesting. But if you have a bunny, like, I'm jealous. I want a bunny. They're so cute. And I love them. Do you wear socks during sexy time? My answer would be yes, because I wear closed-toed shoes, which means I wear socks, which means when I have sex, I'm not... There's no cute way to take the socks off. Taking off the pants and the shirt is already hard enough. There's no sexy way of doing that, except for in movies. And so then I don't want the last thing to do is me rolling over my little stomach folds, you know, going underneath each other while I just slip off my stinky socks. I'd rather just leave them on, keep the warmth in there. 32% said they wear socks during sexy time. 68% said no. I said, who's doing that? That's disgusting. That was a lot of the DMs I was getting. Like, what the fuck? Okay, if you, there's two more, I think. Okay, maybe three more. Sorry. If you saw... But these are the good ones. If you saw someone driving crazy and think they might be drunk, do you call the cops? Duh, that's dangerous. Or, I'm not a snitch. Me, personally, I've called the cops many a times on people who I thought were driving drunk um, because that's dangerous. I've been a drunk driver before. I'm not proud of it. I crashed my car. Luckily, no one was hurt. But it's scary when you see that, and you can't stop it on your own. There's nothing you can do unless you want to, you know, do a spin out or whatever. What's it called when you hit the back tire? Fishtail? Fishtail? I don't think that's what it's called. No, I think you just made that up. I don't know what it's called, but you know what I'm talking about when you hit... What? Pit maneuver? Yeah. Okay. I don't think so, but... Yeah, you can't really do anything about that except for, you know, maybe alert the police. Maybe save a life if you can. 
So, but interestingly enough, 55% of people said they wouldn't call. 45% said, yeah, duh, that's dangerous. Um, but also I have a friend, Luis, in Arizona, and he said, I won't snitch for anything. And I can respect that for him and his lifestyle, the way he was raised. But for me, I'm not afraid to snitch if it means, you know, saving a life or two. But I get, like, you know, what if someone's driving what you think is, you know, drunk or dangerous? Turns out maybe they're just grabbing something. But I typically, if I call the cops, I'm following them for a little bit to make sure they're consistently driving shitty. Because I know I've driven pretty shitty. But it's because I'm, like, doing something, grabbing something. It's not because I'm drunk. And so then, you know, I get whatever I need to grab that maybe fell on the floor or something and I get back to it. So I wouldn't want someone calling the cops on me because I was just driving like an idiot for five seconds. You know, I kind of tail them for a little bit, watch them. And if it's, you know, consistently sketchy, I call. But I could understand, you know, calling someone. They're actually not drunk, but maybe, you know, maybe they get profiled or they get in trouble for something completely unrelated that's not that important. And then I just sent this guy to freaking jail because I thought he was drunk. You know what I mean? I would feel bad about that. So I get why you wouldn't want to be a snitch, but also save a life. Try, try to be a good person. Do you think about your looks often and how other people perceive you? 74% yes and 26% no. I don't believe the people who said no, but good for them. Yeah, of course I think about my looks and how I'm perceived, but I think the older I get, the less I care, but I still do care. Like, the less I care about, you know, myself in terms of, like, keeping up with how I want to be perceived. But I don't, but I still care about how I am by other people. You know, does that make sense? Okay. Do you scratch your butt and sniff your finger? Yes or yes? Duh, everyone's freaking doing it. You better be. And the last question, okay? Last question. And then I'll talk about other things. Nice little lubrication. So the last question, this one was controversial, a lot of opinions, pretty split. Do you think there should be a limit to how much money you're allowed to have? Example, Jeff Bezos has $201.7 billion. Do you think at, let's say, $10 billion, we cut him off? Yes, limit money, it's evil. Make that money, girl. 51% said, yes, limit the money. It's evil. 49% said, make that money, girl. I personally would vote uh, money is evil. There should be a limit. And obviously, you know, there's a lot of nuance. There's a lot of gray area in these polls. It's not, you know, clearly so black and white. I, I just think, like, that guy should be taxed a lot more. I don't actually know if that's what I think. Um, But all I know is that at that point, you have so much money. There's so many employees underneath you. Pay them a little more. Make living, make working conditions better. You know, put the, put a, I think if you have that much money, you should put that money into making, you know, whatever's making you that money much better for the people who are in that environment. It's, you know... I've gone back and forth on this a few times on the podcast. At the beginning, I was kind of a little bit, 
you know, influenced by my cool woke friends on Instagram. And I was like, yeah, take away everyone's money. Everyone who's rich is evil and, you know, it's stupid. They shouldn't have that much money. And then I was like, you know, then, you know, I I was like, that's his money to make. You know, whether it's evil or not, that's not really my business. That's not up to me, whatever the case may be. Like, you made that money fair and square. Whoever you ripped off, however you did it, like, you got there. Amazon, everyone uses it. It's, uh, you know, whatever. Legendary. But now I'm kind of back at the, yeah, $201.7 billion? That's not for like, that's not for living lavishly. That's not for, you know, being comfortable. That's excessive completely. There's so much that can be done with that money. Like you don't need all of that. And obviously, yeah, you earned it. I don't, there's, I don't know. I need, I would need to talk someone about, talk to someone about this because I don't quite grasp it. I don't know what the solution to that is, but that just seems like an un- godly amount of money for one person to have but I don't know what the solution to that is because you would think like you know if that was me if I had that much money first of all I would be scared shitless obviously Jeff Bezos walks around with you know private security all the time that's not how you want to live I mean maybe that'd be kind of tight but like you know you have you immediately have a target on your back there should be some, I don't, yeah, I don't know what the, I wish I could, you know, have a little ramble about this one, but I really kind of get stuck because I don't know what your life looks like when you have that much money. I don't know how you spend that money. I don't know where you donate to or what your taxes look like, but all those dudes, they have like loopholes. So they're pretty, he's probably not even like paying taxes. Yeah, I don't even, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Okay. So enough with the polls, just was wondering, you know, just wanted to put that, uh, put that out there, you know, the results that I got and whatnot. It's kind of interesting, but now I'll tell you about my week. I, uh, I got a foster dog. I was going to bring him into the studio today and have him sit on my lap and hang out because I want to adopt this guy. I love him so much. He's the cutest. He's maybe like a year old. He's kind of got like a schnauzer face. He's like a schnauzer mix with maybe like, you know, Maltese kind of poodle, that kind of vibe, terrier maybe, something like that. He's so handsome. They told us his name was Benno, B-E-N-N-O, but he doesn't really respond to that. So I was like, I don't like that name too much. I'm going to kind of call him Beanie, Benjamin, whatever on the side. they don't recommend doing that. So I don't want to get in trouble, but they tell you that you shouldn't rename the dog, but he's not even responding to his original name. And I don't think I'm changing it up too much. I'm feeding him. I'm taking him on walks. Let me just give him a cute little nickname. All right. But I want to adopt this guy. He's so chill. He's so cute. He doesn't pee in my house. He's not a bad boy, but he isn't in the studio today because he is getting neutered. The homeboy's got these big old balls, and he's getting them whacked today. Um, So hopefully I'll get to pick him up soon. He's so sweet. 
So yeah, I think I might be adopted. That's my little Christmas gift to myself. I might be adopting this dog. Me and my mans. But mostly me. But yeah, I love this dog. He's so cute. Uh, it's been interesting though because he's one of those really sweet dogs. He gets along with every dog. When I walk him around in my neighborhood, I'm noticing everyone who has dogs now, all their dogs are like aggro. They're like, oh, it's a it's a COVID dog. He's not very social. Like, what, you're, like, did you not go on walks during COVID? Were you afraid to, you know, enter sidewalks? <coughs> I don't get why there's so many, like, not friendly dogs in the neighborhood. Is it the owner? Is it the dog? It's the apartments. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's probably a lot going on. They're not used to being armed. Yeah. It just sucks. This dog, my dog is perfect, and there's no one for it to play with in the neighborhood. Because every time I'm like, oh, is your dog friendly? They're like, no. So annoying. I just want this guy to ha- you know, have a little play date. But I think if we adopt him, obviously, you know, we can find more people and really, you know, link up with friends and give the little, you know, do the little dog play dates. But I'm already spoiling this guy. I just love him so much. So, yeah got this dog I've been taking care of. Um, uh, I donated blood. I'm not being, you know, I'm not paid. I'm not sponsored by big blood. But uh, when I was in Washington, D.C., I walked by. I feel like I might have told this story, but I walked by a blowed. (laughs) I walked by a blowed, a blood donation center through the American Red Cross and I was like, oh, I'm not doing anything today, you know, until my show's tonight. So I stopped in, tried to donate, but my hemoglobin, my little iron count was a bit too low. My my hemoglobin was at 12.4. You're supposed to have at the bare minimum for women, 12.5. So I wasn't able to donate, but then I was like, oh, I should do it when I get home. Like, that's a good thing to do. I've done it maybe once or twice before and you feel good about yourself after and, you know, you get some snacks. And so when I got home, I made an appointment And I went to the American Red Cross and there was a lady who checked me and my boyfriend in and I was asking her questions. I was like, how long, like, how long does blood stay? You know, once I donate, how long will you guys have it until, you know, it's used? Like, do you throw it out at some point? Does it just get, you know, stocked up until someone needs it? And they said that they make sure to schedule appointments so there's no waste. Because you can only keep blood for, I think it's about 42 days or something like that. And so they make sure, they try and make sure that they're not over accepting blood and they're only, you know, taking a certain amount of donations. So that way there's not just, you know, a bunch of blood that gets tossed and whatnot. So it's nice to know that when you donate, most likely your blood will be used. Your blood will be used, especially during holiday season, Christmas, New Year's, all of that. So many people get into stupid accidents, whether it's car accidents because they're rushing uh, or just, you know, things happen during the holidays. And uh, so this is a crucial time to donate blood. I felt so good about it after. Um, I have A positive blood. I'm an A plus blood gal. Um Oh, yeah, but they have a very, they're at a very low donation point right now. Not a lot of people are donating blood. So there's like kind of a blood shortage. Um, So 
if you want, if you're not doing anything, it makes, you know, especially if you're kind of like a boring person like me, not a lot going on during the days. This feels like a big, you know, accomplishment for the day. Like when I did that, I was like, look at me. I donated blood today. Like I'm good. So if you go to like red blood, red, what's the thing called? Red cross. Yeah. Just Google like Red Cross, blood donation, whatever website will pop up. You type in your zip code. You'll find places near you. I did mine in a bus. It was a bang bus. I got, you know, railed by three dudes while donating blood. Not from my arm, from my asshole. It was bleeding pretty profusely after the three guys entered me at the same time. But um, they were able to use the blood. Is this a good bit, babe? Are you dying? Are you just cracking up? It's good stuff. I'm laughing right now just thinking about what I just said. But yeah, so I did mine in a little bus. It's kind of, you know, it's a little scary. It's a little scary going in. I had the nerves. I was jittery. You know, my pulse, they take, they check. Oh, it's also a good way to test, you know, for the old HIV and chlamydia and things like that. Cause they have to test your blood before it gets donated. So you'll find out, you'll find out if you, if you have something. Um, but yeah, I donated before I was feeling sick, just in case anyone was concerned that I'm trying to, you know, send out polluted blood to sick people. Um, but yeah, it's obviously scary. My pulse was high. And I'm like, yeah, of course my pulse is high. I'm nervous. I don't donate a pint of blood every day. This is a, you know, very rare occurrence. So yeah, I was nervous. But, uh, you know, don't let that stop you. It feels good. You might, they also, they'll send you an email with what kind of blood type you have. And there's this website that I found out about. I don't know how accurate it is, but there's a website that tells you what kind of diet is best for your blood type. I don't know if it's accurate, but it's an interesting read. It feels kind of like a horoscope where it's like, if you're this blood, you know, beef and poultry will make your week crazy. That's kind of what it feels like, but it's pretty fascinating to see. I think I'm supposed to be on a vegetarian diet based on my blood type. Or no, yeah, I think mine was like a vegetarian diet. I think my boyfriend, based on your blood type, it was supposed to be like heavily like red meats. Almost like a keto type of diet, it seemed like, for your blood type. Mine was like the complete opposite. Mine was like vegetarian, a lot of leaves. So, I don't know, I haven't tried it, but it is pretty interesting. You can learn a lot about yourself based on uh, your blood donation. So I encourage you all to try it, do something good, bring in that good karma for the new year. But of course I post about getting my blood drawn. Cause I'm like, Oh, you know, I wish, cause it's one of those things. I see it on Instagram, people donating and it puts the thought in my head, like, Oh, I should do that. Why not? So I thought, you know, why not share my experience with people? And someone, I don't know if they were joking or if they were serious, but there's like, you know, they're given this conspiracy about donating blood. I'm like, where does it end? Where do you just relax and say, let's just take things at face value for one day? I don't believe in any freaking Red Cross blood donation conspiracies. Also, like, fuck it. What are you, if you're selling my blood on the black market, make that money, girl, Jeff Bezos style. I don't care. I don't need my pint of blood anymore right now. Do you think maybe that's why I didn't get test positive for COVID? Because I donated blood and so now my body's like, you know, getting stronger because it's trying to make up for the loss of the pint. Could be. I don't see, you know, I'm not a doctor. I don't see why not. 
I'll start that rumor going around. If you get your blood drawn, less chance of getting sick with COVID. I'll say right here, right now. Take my, yeah, take that, Joe Rogan. I also say things and, you know, do that. So, yeah. Um, what else? Okay, let me look at my notes of what I've done this week. So I donated blood. I'm fostering a dog. I want to adopt it. Everyone in my neighborhood has a shitty dog. Um, COVID, vaccinations, stupid people. Uh, okay, so I have like three more topics to talk about. Jeff Garland being one of them. Jeff Garland is leaving the Goldbergs, I think season 10, because he was being a weirdo on set. And obviously there's varying degrees of people being canceled and the reasoning. He, he, I guess, would just like kind of say inappropriate things. He would say, you know, words like vagina and balls quite liberally and freely. Keep in mind the Goldbergs, it's not, you know, curb your enthusiasm. It's a very different show. It's a sitcom. It's a network sitcom. Very different vibe. You know, a lot of kids in it. Um... So maybe not the best place to be using your curbed language on. But also, just side note, yeah, my dad looks like Jeff Garland. Would my dad get canceled uh, if he was on the Goldbergs 100% and probably for far worse? I can't say I support my father's actions and, you know, whatever, but I do love my dad. Um, But, yeah, I mean, Jeff Garland also, I won't hold back. I'll be honest with you guys. I, I think he's a dick. To be quite honest, I'll start beef right here, right now with the man that looks like my father. I did a show, and I just think, I think like, yeah, okay, saying vagina and balls on set, like, where's the line? I can't just hug people anymore. I don't want to sound like that guy. Sure, make your inappropriate comments, but don't be a dick if someone calls you out and says, like, hey, you're being a weirdo, Jeff. Don't be like, oh, am I? What can I not say anymore? Is the PC police here? You know, don't be that guy. But also, if you're going to do that, just, you know, be prepared for someone to say, calm down. It's seven in the morning. We're trying to film this scene. Stop talking about vagina and balls. The issue, I, I think he's also just probably a dick. So when you're a guy who's an asshole and then you're also making these stupid, you know, childish and appropriate comments, it's not a good combo. One or the other. You can't do both. You can't be a dick and make people feel weird. I was doing a show. I was hosting one of Rogan's shows at the Improv. And, you know, Rogan's shows are always sold out. It's always huge audiences. It's in the main room, the big room at the Improv. Jeff Garland was, like, running some sort of Netflix, maybe, comedy taping. And uh, and he was in the smaller room at the Improv. And... He was up in the green room, I think either before or after his show, and it's a shared green room. It's a green room for the smaller room. It's a green room for the bigger room. And after the show, uh, Joe had left right after his set, and he was calling me to, I think, like, talk about the show or give me, like, feedback or something. So I'm on the phone, but the rooms are kind of loud. So I go up to the green room. I'm talking to Joe. And Jeff's up there. He's not really doing much. And I'm kind of, it's a big room. So I'm kind of staying off to the other side, being quiet and low key. And Jeff was just like, can you get out of here? Or like, he just said something like so dickish. I don't even remember what it was. But it was just like, oh, I'm. A, this is my room or something like that. And I wanted to pull one of those moves like, 
Sorry, Joe Rogan. Uh, Jeff Garland is kicking me out of the green room. Give me one second. Not that one is cooler than the other or bigger than the other or whatever, but like, just respect that I'm also a comic and we're both doing a thing and we both need our space. I wasn't being disrespectful. I wasn't in his way. I wasn't being loud on the phone. Like, I was just kind of trying to use the space the way it's supposed to be used. It's a very large room. So he's a dick. I saw him, I've just seen him in other situations where he's just like a, kind of just like a dick dude. So I can't feel that, you know, obviously, I don't know. I was going to say I can't feel that much sympathy, but I do. But also like be, treat people with kindness. This is where I turn into Ellen DeGeneres. (coughs) God bless me. So yeah. Sorry you lost your Goldberg's job. I auditioned for it. Didn't get it. So now we're two people out of work from the Goldbergs. I went to Wee Spa, the Korean spa in Los Angeles. I got a body scrub. Uh, I love it at Wee Spa. There were two creepier old guys. I did snitch on them when I was there. It made me uncomfortable. There were these, like, two, you know, just dudes who are hanging out and so there's a there's a women's area where you're completely naked with other women there's a men's area where you're completely naked with other men and then there's a co-ed area where you're clothed with men and women and you know all um and so I was in the co-ed area I was eating I got a little uh got a little bowl got some food in the food area there were these guys that I kept noticing were like staring at women really creepily And as a woman, you just know the difference between, you know, browsing and looking around and taking in your sights and and someone who's looking as a weirdo creep. And it was rubbing me the wrong way. It made me feel uncomfortable. And it's, you know, it's a spa. It's not a fancy spa. It's like a $35 entrance type of spa. So you're paying for what you get. But at the same time, you don't want to feel like uncomfortable and, you know, perved on. So I I snitched on them. I said, there's two dudes. They just walked to the bathroom area and they're giving me bad vibes. They're staring at all the women in a weird way. Keep your eye on them. I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. I love the body scrub, though. They get in there. It's just these older Asian women. They kind of wear, like, lingerie, like, black. um, It's almost like a bathing suit, but it's, you know, like a black little underwear and a black little, you know, bralette type of bra top thing. And they just scrub your body and all your dead skin falls off. And she, I hadn't been in so long, and I felt so dirty from all my traveling I just felt gross even after a shower. I'm like, I just, something about me feels thick, like the skin, it feels heavy. So I got a scrub and she's like, oh, is it your first time? And at first I was like, huh, no, I come here a lot. And then I realized it was because there's so much just dead skin rubbing off my body that I was like, oh, that's why you're asking. Um, so I got a good scrub. Uh... Yeah, it was so nice. I even found, I think the day after, two days after, I was kind of rubbing my ears. And there was a piece of dead skin. It's almost like a clay material. It's like clay sculpting material. I found a little piece of my ear that got stuck up there. It was kind of cool. I was playing with it a little bit. So, yeah, I recommend if there's a Korean spa nearby you, 
check it out. It's so nice. It's such a great feeling. Hot tubs, hot rooms, food, scrubs. Mm. And then, yeah, today, or last night, I made my boyfriend use some of my self-tanner that I typically use for my legs. I made him put it on his stomach, and it looks pretty good. I think you should start doing it regularly. Whole body. Whole body, yeah. Put some color back into that skin. All right, well, that's my episode for today. I wish you guys a healthy and a happy holidays. You know, don't put too much pressure on it. You know, tone back the expectations. Try and do something nice for someone else. And, uh... I love you. That's my Christmas gift to you. I love you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, stay safe. See you soon. Bye. Take care. Mm -hmm.